Welcome to the Voice Tech Podcast. Join me, Carl Robinson, in conversation with the world's leading voice technology experts. Discover the latest products, tools, and techniques, and learn to build the voice apps of the future. We've been doing this for nearly 15 years. There's never been so much excitement around voice. I've never heard the word so much. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Voice Tech Podcast. My name's Carl Robinson. And today's episode is entitled Voice Actors and Synthetics. You'll hear my conversation with David Ciccarelli, the CEO of Voices.com, the online marketplace where brand managers and marketers discover, audition, and hire professional voice actors. So in our conversation, you'll learn how to find and hire a voice actor to represent your brand in marketing campaigns or for use in your voice development projects. You'll find out how projects are priced, and uh, what rights you have to the audio after you purchase it. David then explains why uh, personas are the most effective way to describe voices and why personas serve as a common language that we can all relate to. We hear some samples of the state of the art in synthetic voices as well. We learn when and why to choose a synthetic voice over a human actor and how to purchase a custom synthetic voice through Voices.com. We cover the recent partnership with Jargon.com and learn how voice talent will soon be available through the same CMS that holds your voice utterances. Then we discuss the reasons for the recent boom in voice content and services, and how voice of all forms, from audiobooks to podcasts, is the ideal medium for today's highly mobile, permanently connected population. David is a seasoned professional in the voice space, with decades of experience and advice to share. I've got some more free conference tickets to give away. Uh, This time it's for the Voice Connected Home 2019. Uh, It's all happening on uh, May the 7th and May the 8th in Cologne in Germany. Uh, It's Europe's first voice event focused on brand companies and their voice projects. Uh, So you've got companies like Eon, Chibo, Samsung, the BBC and many more in attendance. Uh, I'm really excited for the event because I'll be giving a presentation there. And I'll also be going around interviewing for the podcast too. Uh, So if you want to meet up, then just drop me a line. Um, the link to register for tickets is in the show notes, and you can get 20% off with the with the code uh, VOICETECH. But I've got two free tickets to give away today as well. Uh, so if you're uh, up for attending and you want a free ticket, uh, just email me at uh, carl at voicetechpodcast.com, and uh, I'll pick two winners at random shortly. This episode is supported by Dabble Lab. Dabble Lab provides free video tutorials and code templates to help you learn to build your own voice apps at youtube.com slash dabblelab. You'll find over 150 video tutorials for both beginners and experts, containing step-by-step instructions for how to build apps for Amazon Alexa, Google Assistant, Microsoft Cortana, Jovo, Bixby, and more, as well as using industry-leading tools such as Twilio and Bespoken. All the free templates are at skilltemplates.com, and all the tutorial videos are at youtube.com slash dabblelab. So if you're a voice app developer or you're thinking of becoming one, you're going to want to check out this amazing resource and take your skills to the next level. I'm also excited to announce um, some new written word sponsors. Uh, We've actually got four to announce today. Uh, It's been a bit of a flurry. Um, It's uh, First of all, we've got eddytravels.com. They are a virtual travel assistant that helps you find the best travel deals directly in your favorite chat app. Next, we've got IDR&D, who are the providers of biometric voice authentication. And uh, as some of you all know, I've just released an episode with Alexi, if you'd like to hear more about their tech. We've got PulseLabs.ai, the remote usability testing specialists. And uh, I've got an episode with Dylan Zwick coming up, so look out for that. And finally, uh, Instreamatic.ai, 
uh, who serve intelligent adverts that people can speak with. So a huge thank you to those companies and everyone who continues to sponsor the show. Uh, you really are making it possible for me to continue producing these episodes. So thank you very much. Um, if you'd like to sponsor the podcast and get your brand features on the website, the weekly newsletter, and the podcast itself, uh, just head over to voicetechpodcast.com slash donate, where you can quickly and easily become a champion sponsor as well. Okay, so now it's my pleasure to bring you today's guest, David Ciccarelli. Okay, so I'm on the line with uh, David Ciccarelli, the founder and CEO of Voices.com. David, hello, welcome to the show. Thanks so much, Carl. Greatly appreciate uh, the opportunity to be with you today and uh, looking forward to our chat. I am too, yeah. It's, um, like I was just saying uh, before the show, I just listened to your, uh, listened to your interview on uh, Doug Schumacher's uh, voice marketing podcast. Right. And uh, yeah, so I've had a really good intro into to what your company does. And uh, I'm sure many listeners who listen to Doug's show as well uh, enjoyed that. Um, so inter interested and very excited to uh, to dive into some more of the issues and uh, really uh, you know peel back the uh, peel back the layers a bit uh, on this conversation. That's what that's what we do. I'm all for it. Okay, good stuff. Um, quick intro then. Uh, Voices.com, the online marketplace where brand managers and marketers discover, audition, and hire professional voice actors. Is that right in a nutshell? That's that's spot on. You know, it's a, it's a fascinating world. We've been at this um, since 2005 is when we first incorporated and uh, launched this company, which uh, at the time started as interactive voices and doing voice for uh, all kinds of uh, media and uh, really kind of stumbled upon, um, you know, more recently, the emerging opportunities, um, everything from podcasting to books being converted into audiobooks and, uh, you know, brands uh, looking to create a lot more content that they ever did before um, for social media videos or product explainers. And the common thread in all this, uh, Carl, is that, that businesses need a voice to tell that story. Uh, and so we provide that, as you said, as two-sided marketplace, bringing these parties together, the people with great voices, uh, who most of them, whom have their own professional recording studios and uh, those clients. Okay, and and bringing these two parties together to get that kind of work done. Fantastic, fantastic. You said two sided marketplace. Is that um, you consider yourself more of a marketplace than a, than an agency? Is that right? Oh, absolutely. I mean, we even define it as as such uh, an online marketplace uh, or a two sided marketplace. And I think the key there is that uh, we don't represent um, either side. Uh, in fact, we go to lengths to position ourselves and to be the trusted intermediary mm. that passes information along. Um, so the voice talent, they, when they're considering applying or replying uh, to a job posting, they want to know about uh, the parameters of the job, what it entails, what the budget is, uh, what their deadline. So we need to be able to bring all that information and present to the talent and likewise for the client's uh, they want to know everything there is to know about the talent, their previous ratings and reviews, who they worked for in the past. Uh, and so I think that's uh, an important role to play. Uh, and it's not just that initial connection uh, being the marketplace, but also facilitating the financial transaction as well. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. You've got you're the trusted trusted party in between. Exactly. And, and two sided marketplaces are uh, more challenging than they look to kind of pull off because um, the both parties have sometimes diametrically opposed needs and wants. The talent, uh, and rightfully so, wants uh, to take um, take their time. They view their craft as you know an art form. Um, they want to hit it uh, perfectly well, not only just the audition, but 
that finished product as well too. And the clients are very time constrained. Uh, they have tight budgets, tight timelines. Absolutely. And really yeah. just want the work done. So This is what I, was, I wanted to ask, actually. So I have some a little bit of experience in two-selling marketplaces. I actually tried to set one up a long time ago, translation marketplace, actually. Um, similar kind of thing. Yeah. Um, bidding. Uh, it was more of a bidding model. We, you know, we were looking at it from a completely automated point of view, whereas I know you guys have uh, some level of automation, but there's also, you also have the human touch, right? We started as, uh, we, you know, we kind of delineate between those two offerings mm. uh, as a self-service or a full-service approach. And self-service uh, is, okay. you're right, the client goes on and, and it is fully automated. Um, mm. That's actually the majority uh, of our business is posting the job, the client logs in, posts the job, they get those responses in an automated fashion, and then they make the hiring decision completely on their own and, okay. pay, by, and pay by credit card online. Oh, so you have that. You have a fully hands-off automated process. Absolutely. And yeah. But you also have the service where there's a bit more, uh, bit more curation, a bit more uh, uh, personalization involved. Yeah, and that, and that came about because there were larger, let's call them enterprise-sized clients that just had different needs. And it's not the 30-second commercial or 60-second explainer video. It's think of it as, 10 hours of corporate training videos uh, translated and voiced over into 10 different languages as well. Mm, so there's a mm, lot of moving mm. parts in those larger projects. Yeah. Uh, and it just, it, it does benefit from uh, really kind of a point person to coordinate uh all those aspects and ensure that the project's done uh, to the quality that they're expecting. Yeah, absolutely. There's, there's a lot of parallels with translation, actually, because there's a, there's a similar kind of thing where, um, I, and that's something I want to refer to because it's what I understand. Um, in the translation world, there are the uh, the quick and dirty kind of automated translation uh, services where you can go on and it's fully automated, but it's generally for smaller jobs. But then there's also, like you say, the, the big projects, which have, you know, 10 different languages and very specific um uh, like word lists that they have to use, style guides and all the rest of it. Um, mm -hmm. So I guess so. It sounds like you you guys cater for the the whole the whole gamut, the whole range of uh, a voice project. Let's talk a little bit about um, the types of the types of problems that you solve, uh, the types of clients. Uh, what 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 do they typically come to Voices dot com uh, to do to to find a voice talent to solve what kind of problems? So um, you know the the problems that they're having uh, often relate around, uh, it, and it's what we most of us are going to kind of type into Google. You know, I, it doesn't matter what I need if it was a freelance copywriter, graphic designer, or a voice talent, uh, I'm putting that into Google. Now, I have a project in mind. Um, initially, the, you know, like most things in creative services, it's, you know, it's still time constrained to the back end of it. Um, but really what they're trying to solve is uh, finding the right voice that matches their brand style in a time efficient manner. Um, budget, there's a very interesting phenomenon. There's a lot of budget. I would refer to it as elasticity. Sometimes, you know, if it's a small business, they, you know, a few hundred dollars is kind of what they're expecting. Um, large organizations are, you know, willing to pay a premium as in thousands or tens of thousands, particularly if they can obtain exclusivity over that voice or maybe over a particular jurisdiction or geography. Yeah, that uh, was interesting. So, yeah, I wasn't yeah. aware of uh, that 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 kind of uh, the the audience size and uh, the the longevity or the the amount of times that you're going to use that voice being a factor in the price. But it's it's, it's a huge factor, right? What it, it's going it, to be used for? Absolutely. And I think the um the, in an industry that was historically very constrained by you you buy an ad, it's going to run on national TV for 13 weeks and then it's done. Um, nowadays, the time frame is so short of when you actually need something, or you actually sometimes candidly don't even know where the 
uh, ads going to show up? You know, it's online. Great. It's hard to name, especially if you feed it into um, into some uh, advertising platforms. Exactly how many people are going to hear that ahead of time? So yeah, I the, can imagine. Yeah, especially yeah, if something goes viral, or you, you decide that it's it's going to become the voice of your brand, or something that maybe you don't know in advance. So uh, how does that right. work in practice? So the the brands, what we you know what we recommend is uh, you know if you are running a pilot, then kind of buy it for uh, and usage rights, if you will, for a limited cons- uh, time frame. Um, or in a, a limited application, like very specific applications. However, you always have the option to obtain what's called a full buyout. Basically, it's a worldwide unlimited usage rights. Um, so many corporate clients are just going right to that off the get-go because they don't want to run into trouble of tracking it or reporting it. They just want to know in well felt, well, one fell swoop that they have uh, the ability to use this however they want. And that might be, call it 2, 3x, that original price point, but... In the grand scheme of things, if you're spending hundreds of thousands of dollars on media buy uh, or this issue brand voice, um, it's a it's a certainly a reasonable investment. I understand. Okay, so some of these big customers they're just buying the the rights uh, forever, um, but on a smaller project, you can buy it just for a specific project. I guess you have to state in advance your your best guess at what's going to be used for, how many people are going to hear it, um, and then the price comes down accordingly. Exactly, and I think the t- the talent in turn, you know, it is a bidding system, as you mentioned, the translations. Um, uh, platform and, and uh, approach, it is a bidding or quoting system where this is where I was referring to the talent want that and need all of that information up front so that they can make an accurate quote. Otherwise, it's an ill-informed decision. Uh, and, you know, again, the talent have the concern of, well, I didn't get the information up front. Um, how, how can you possibly expect me to put, present an accurate quote? Uh, and so that's where it really falls on voices.com to make sure that the job posting feel a uh, form is easy to use. It mm-hmm. asks the right questions to be able to pass that on to the talent. Uh, so it is this, you know, this, uh, you know, you, you kind of refer to this as chicken and egg challenge. Um, it's this tension, if you will. It's, I think it's a healthy tension um, to ensure that all the parties are getting the right information. Yeah, I can I can imagine. Um, so, I, from maybe you could fill me in. But uh, if I was a client and I was looking for a voice, uh, I fill out the the descriptor of of exactly what I'm looking for, what it's going to be used for, etc. But I assume I, do I also uh, state a budget? Um, because I, I guess you have a, a range of different uh, prices, the experience levels of voice talent. So, how do I know as a client? I imagine most of the clients are pretty. Um, are pretty uh, new to it. It's not mm-hmm. something you buy every day. So there's there's the problem of education as well, and uh, and like you say, they're very time sensitive. So how do you? So there must be a, a pressure for the clients to just always just choose the the cheapest. So yeah. or how do you wrap all of that up and, and ensure that you're giving the right voice to the to the client and not just them allowing them. To- I'm afraid that's the end of this episode's free preview. That's right, full episodes of the Voice Tech Podcast are only available for a limited period of time after their release. The full one-hour episode is available to Voice Tech Pro subscribers, along with all the other episodes we've produced. Go to voicetechpodcast.com pro, where for just a few dollars a month, you can become a Voice Tech Pro and receive a range of exclusive benefits. Voice Tech Pros get more content each month, You unlock access to the entire catalogue of full-length episodes, including this episode. You can enjoy extra content, such as exclusive interviews just for Voice Tech Pro subscribers, plus bonus questions in the main interviews. 
and you also get to hear episodes sooner than everyone else, weeks ahead of their public release, in fact. Voice Tech Pros also get a special role in our online community, high-quality episodes with no ads and studio-quality sound, and a chance to support the show and ensure we keep on producing more great episodes like this one. So please go to voicetechpodcast.com slash pro and become a Voice Tech Pro today.